the Bridge presents Bridging the Gap, a focus on issues affecting our community. Here's Bill Sammons. And my guest in the studio today, Daniel Rojas. Daniel's with a, uh, a ministry called ThriveVision.org. He's actually the founder and president. And let me say at the outset before we start talking to Daniel, today's topic, very sensitive. And uh, if you have children in uh, in ear range of uh, your radio or device that you're listening on today, may I suggest that you hit pause and wait till the children are not in the room because this is an important but very sensitive topic today. Daniel, thanks for being in the studio with us today. Well, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to be here with you and being able to share what the Lord is doing. The Lord is doing something through you and through your ministry, and I want to get into that uh, a little bit in detail. But first, tell us just kind of big picture your background and uh, what Thrive Vision is all about. Well, very quick, uh, I was born in South America. I I was born there in South America, raised in South America. I met my wife there in South America, but then we moved to Central America there. I'm a black belt for degree in martial arts. Part of what I do is I train the police in the country where we are there. But then because of the things that we've seen in this world, the, the Lord has called us to help people to thrive, but not only spiritually, to thrive spiritually, emotionally, academically, and professionally in all those areas, mm-hmm. specifically in the area or the field where the Lord has called us to be. Three or four years ago, your ministry dramatically changed yes, sir. trajectory because of something that happened. Tell us about that. What happened a few years ago was that as we were having a team from the U.S. coming to help us there to work with some children, a man approached to me selling me two little girls. Of course, we did not buy those girls, but what we heard then later was that the men sold those girls to a group of people in the north north of our country, and the problem was that he sold the girls for organ trafficking. When I heard that, that disturbed me immediately, of course, and I decided to go ahead and learn about what was happening. Praise God, we were able to rescue these girls but at the same time, nobody wanted, nobody wanted to help these girls and no children's home, not even Christian children's home. We decided to open a children's home, but at the same, but especially for children that were rescued from that world of child trafficking, but at the same time, decided to go ahead and learn more about what was happening. Mm-hmm. And when I discovered what was happening and so close to me, It was literally disturbing, but at the same time, the Lord called us to fight against that. And what is happening at our ministry in general, we are rescuing children from child trafficking, especially from sexual exploitation and organ harvesting. That's what we do. And once we rescue these children, we bring them to our children's home, our refuge children's home, where we can give them the opportunity to grow, thrive in life, and have that life that God intended them for them to have. I've heard about human trafficking. I've heard of child trafficking. I'm not sure I've ever heard of organ. What, what did you call it? Organ, organ harvesting. harvesting. Um, that's a thing. That is a thing. It's a lot worse than what you think. It's not as common as sexual exploitation, but it yeah. is a thing. Where? All over the world? All over the world, brother. All over the world. Sadly, also happens here in America with a lot of the things that is happening here. Part of our work is actually to stop there in Central America what is coming to the U.S., yeah. Part of our work is actually to stop it right there, rescue these children, cut the chain in half right there. Yeah. But it is too much. Who does this and why? 
that is a complicated thing because a lot of time it just comes to a such a dark world that we just we try to not believe that we denied ourselves about that but the thing is that there are different things that happens like a, first of all the number one reason in central america why they do that is because they commercialize those organs not only for organ uh, trafficking but i mean uh, transplant yeah. but at the same time for cannibalism People from different places will come and they will pay a lot of money because of how exotic it is for how uh, some of the energy and things that you can get through all those things. But the thing is that what we are doing there in Costa Rica, we are stopping this to happen. We are rescuing these children as soon as we know, you know, something is happening. Of course, we work very close to law enforcement and different, you know, organizations that are doing similar things so we can get there on time. Sadly, not always we get on time but we try to rescue these children it's not as common not not as often as sexual exploitation yeah so specifically what is your ministry doing and what is your philosophy to maybe explain that to us well our philosophy in general is to give these children a real opportunity in life okay because here's the thing when you rescue these children when you are rescuing these children a lot of time we celebrate the fact they were rescued but we got to understand that rescuing these children is not enough. Because once you rescue these children, like in America, in different places it happens. Children, people in general, they're rescued from a world like that and they're placed in a, in a governmental institution, uh, children's home, foster home, you name it. Okay, But the thing is that also there, because they don't have a integral program also there, they will be abused also. We hear all the time about children that were abused in foster homes and children's homes, known also as orphanages and things like that. So it really doesn't help them in the long term. So what we do is we want to really want to give them a, a true shot, a true opportunity for them to thrive in life in all those aspects, spiritually, of course, but also emotionally, academically and professionally, because emotionally, you can understand when these children comes, they comes with a lot of trauma. Yeah. Not only physical trauma, because we deal with a lot with a lot of physical trauma, but emotional trauma they need to overcome. They need to heal. Of course, through the you know the, through the gospel, they will do that. But they need to intentionally overcome those traumas there. But then later, academically, this world right now, if you tr- if you go out, especially in a Central American country, and you don't have a degree, you don't have something you can defend your life with, you're not gonna get anything. When these children don't have those opportunity, and you put them in a facility in a children's home whatever is that and by the age of 18 which that's when that happens at the age of 18 they have to leave often because they don't have schooling they don't have a degree they don't they maybe just know a, a trade or something what is going to happen to them is that they're going to go back to that world mm-hmm. they were rescued in the first place yeah. they will end up as either victims of child of human trafficking again or on their own they will just develop that prostitution criminal life you name it because they were not in an integral way rescued they were just placed from one place to another place to go back to the same place sometimes can you choose one or two children that you have in your care now and tell us their story well, we have a lot of things. First of all, you got to understand that these children, the children that we have in our home, all of them right now are under 12 years old because we rescue children children's under 12. 
But once they pass the, you know, the 12 or 13, 14, they stay with us. We have them before 12 so we can work on their life and have enough time. By the time they're 18, they have their high school degree already so that they can go to college and they can, you know, do different things. They don't leave. But each one of them are beautiful, beautiful little princess girls, God's creation right there that comes with a lot of trauma. Okay, we have... One little girl, what I'm going to mention is, is, is hard, okay? We have one little girl that she was abused in such a way so hard that she was tear in her inside parts to the point that she needed to have a reconstructive, uh, yeah, reconstructive surgery. She has now a conostomy, conostomy, you know, a little bag hanging in her little side, and so much more things. She's recovering for that. And she's four years old. We have some girls that, because of the number of abuses, they develop different disease, sexual transmission disease. One of them has HIV. Other, she has a, she was abused so bad that she, some nerves in her leg actually die. And now she don't have a full mobility, uh, mobility of her uh, leg. Okay. And can continue going that way. We yeah. have a lot of cases like that. But here's the amazing thing. When they come with us, one of our job is to return them, give them the opportunity to continue being little children, girls with dignity, with illusions, with dreams to move forward. And let me just say this. A couple of weeks ago, they were actually playing and they were just making some draws and different things, you know, on the sidewalk there and the one little parking spot that we have there, a concrete floor. And they draw a beautiful, beautiful big heart there and they put it inside of their heart. We are a happy family. <laughs> we love our new family. Wow. When you see that, brother, there is just simply no way, no explanation that that could actually be their reality. Only through Christ. Only through Christ. We don't want just to rescue these children. We want to give them a real opportunity in life in a long term. How can we help your ministry? Right now, the biggest problem that we have is that we have decided not to receive money from the government because of corruption and because of different conditions they put in order for us to do things the way how they want us to do. And one of them is to take God out of our home, of course. And we're not negotiating that. So because we're not receiving any financial help from the government, we depend 100% from people who wants to help us financially. We have our website where you can go to our website and just click and donate, uh, donate, and then later we'll take you to a part that says take action. And right there, you know, we'll take you directly to a place where if you want to sponsor a child, you can just choose among those choices there, mm -hmm. children's home. And you can, what we, we need right now is 200 people, new 200 people that can help us with $50 per month. I don't know if you see the economy and the prices of things. Today, $50 is not a lot of money. That is a reality. Not even a tank of gas you can fill with $50. But that can make a huge difference in their life. That can help to rescue them and give them the opportunity to thrive in life and live and have that life that God intended them to have. So we're looking for two, uh, 200 new people who wants to sponsor a child. And our website, they will have all the information there. But at the same time, they will get, uh, they will get in touch directly with us so we can give them more information and all that if they need it. 
and pray. Please pray <laughs> for us because yeah. this fight is not just a human fight. This is a, a fight against the most satanic forces that you can ma imagine there. Yeah. And we know we are fighting against Satan in the front line right there. And here's the thing. We know we have a mighty God. We know we have an all-powerful God. But sometimes we forget that sadly Satan also has power. And he's here to destroy people's life, starting with children's. He just wants to destroy these people. But I believe that God is raising a strong army of brave people who says, not on my watch. I will go. I will fight. Let me just give you a little story here to finish. But... Um, in, in this ministry, a lot of things happened. And one of those things that happens is that my family, while I was here in America speaking in different churches, my family was kidnapped and threatened with guns. And my wife and children were tied to their hands and feet. And they wanted, the cartel wanted to send a message. And they say, tell the pastor, tell the missionary to stop messing with our business. This is just a, a, a warning. When I came back to my house, of course, I knew that. Uh, I went a little bit crazy with that. I lost my mind. I went back home. We got together with my wife, and I told my wife, and I say, if you want us to stop doing this, we'll stop. I don't want to put you in this situation, neither the children. And my wife says, if the Lord has called us to do this, he will protect us or not, but he will have the glory, and we will do what he's called us to do. In order for you to come and, and, and fight this fight, it is a brave thing to do. But we cannot do this on our own. We need people who say, oh, we want to go there with you, Daniel. Maybe not in person, physically there, but through the finances and help us to rescue more children. You have, a, uh, you have some contacts here in the United States. Um, is there a, maybe a, an email address, a name, uh, or something yes. you can relate? Yes, here in the U.S., specifically here in Delaware, uh, we have Pastor Alan Miller. He's a great man of God here. He's the pastor of Community Church of Oak Orchard. That is in uh, Long, uh, Long, Long Neck, Neck, right around the corner here. Mm -hmm. Okay, And very close there. A lot of people know that that church is actually right in front of the firefighter station. Okay, It's a great church. And if you want to know more about this, you can get in touch directly with him, with him at that church. The phone number of the church is... 302-945-0633. And if you want to go straight to their website, is oakochardchurch.com. And whatever, because I don't live here in the U.S. I go home out now in a few days, and I'm going to be there. But if you need to know more, if somebody wants to know more how to help, how they can actually be a part of this fight, you can get in touch with Pastor Alan Miller there, and he'll be more than glad to help you. Daniel Rojas is the founder and president of Thrive Vision. It's a, an important ministry in Central America. And if you'd like more information, uh, reach out to the pastor. You can reach out to us here at the radio station. And, uh, of course, we'll put you in contact. Daniel, thank you for your ministry. Thanks for uh, coming by the bridge today. Thank you. It was my honor. And please keep us in your prayer and keep these children in your prayer, too. They need it. This has been Bridging the Gap a public affairs presentation of The Bridge.